the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. But you know what? I think we bring it hot here. We're coming in hot, as the kids like to say, every night of the week, whether it's hump day, Tuesday, or whatever day of the week it is. Glad to have you guys here with me. Speaking of explosions, yeah, it is exploding again. Fourth night in Minnesota on uh, protest tonight, supposedly over the Dante Wright killing. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We've got Larry Clayman. Uh, one of our favorite attorneys who's going to be here, uh, one of the originators of Judicial Watch and founder of Freedom Watch is going to be here to talk about this. You'd think they'd be celebrating tonight, right? Because uh, the Chauvin, Chauvin is on the way to being, uh, he's at least on trial, right? Uh, you know, the, he's been he's been arrested and charged with murder. The um, gal who accidentally, according to her own admission, shot Dante Wright, it, it, you know, if you watch the video, it sure seems accidental, yet she's been charged with second-degree manslaughter. So what's the beef? What's the, what, you know, this is what we call justice, right? I mean, you would think the families would be would be mourning tonight, of course, loved ones. But, you know, uh, there's, meanwhile, across the pond, not really across the pond, but across the country over to D.C., there's a family mourning the loss of a loved one, and they will not see justice because the cop in that, whose name we still don't know, wasn't charged. So we got to talk about that. We've got breaking news happening, continuing to happen with the vaccines and um, in, in some kind of a round robin, if you will, of uh, some kind of crazy stories to bring to you guys tonight. And you can always weigh in on any of the topics of the day, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We are streaming live on Facebook right now on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. We're going to share that to our private group, Caniacs. And the man who brings it every night of the week as well is DJ Potato Skins. There's tremendous spirit in our DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Tremendous spirit. Thank you, former Mr. President. And yes, you have to have tremendous spirit. You got to keep up the good fight because it's just insanity, Andrea, every single day. It is insanity. And I was telling somebody earlier that I haven't even actually really stayed up. I Typically, when there's high profile court cases um i am i'm I'm somebody that loves uh watching in anything there was a time in my life believe it or not where i wanted to be a prosecutor and so criminal trials are something that i have oh honey you missed your calling you think man i oh no i know so (laughs) 
<laughs> you would know better than anybody, baby. And, you know, so I, I, this is the first time that I actually kind of stopped watching because this is the first time I think in my life, at least to my awareness, that I'm watching a trial that is not about evidence being presented and a defense being put on to vigorously defend against those charges. Um, it's the first time I've seen a case where it's been beyond just the evidence and a defense. There's actually a political agenda that's obviously in the works, obviously is a part of that. Now, we know that, you know, um, there's always point of views and, di- and different belief systems at play in trials. That's a, that's a part of the evidence. But, I, I, you know, I even said on Facebook the other day, it's like a Rorschach test. So we've got Larry Klayman who's going to be here to help us understand from a legal perspective uh, if there is even legal understanding to be had from the fact that today a white cop, former white cop, because she's already resigned, who who has said, admitted basically that she accidentally shot in the course of um, attempting to rightfully arrest somebody that now we're finding out beat up a woman and, you know, in, in a, some kind of an assault and was wanted on a warrant. Uh, this was not a good guy. Right. This was not a good guy. They had every right to arrest him in the course of him resisting arrest. I believe she's admitted that she accidentally shot him. She is facing second degree manslaughter. Larry Clayman will be here to answer whether or not that's an appropriate charge in this case. But what I hope he can explain to me is why across over to D.C. We've got a black cop. We know he's black because there was a picture that's been going around of the man who shot Ashley Babbitt. So we know what he looked like, at least from the side, even with his mask covered. He was a man of color. We don't know his name. Here we've got a problem in this country of cops shooting unarmed people, and we don't even know this man's name. She, we know she was unarmed, right? They, they, the Department of Justice has issued a statement today that he will not be facing any charges whatsoever. So one cop gets accidentally shoots somebody and gets charged with manslaughter. Another one intentionally shoots an unarmed person who was just coming through a window. She was, she was in the course, I guess, of committing a crime, but so was he. So you help me to understand why there's charges for one, but not the other. There is no uniformity of justice in this country right now. No. So we're going to have Larry Klayman with us to, to help us understand that, as well as maybe update us on what's happening in the Chauvin trial, because there are people that are saying that reasonable doubt has been presented. And let me tell you, if this jury comes back with either a hung jury or in any way finds him acquitted, it's going to be uglier than anything that we can imagine. It's going to be the Watts riots all over again, which I obviously don't remember in my lifetime, but I've seen images of it. Larry Elder earlier today on his uh, network show was talking about how he was watching the defense and he's like, they definitely have have the evidence. He really thinks that there's a couple of minds that have been changed. Well, we'll see. I'm going to get Larry claiming, you know, I love me some Larry Elder. Got another Larry claiming on who's going to be talking about that a major breaking news today from the biden administration who announced that they are going to withdraw troops from afghanistan and you know what i think we can all say that that's a good thing i can give credit where credit's due i think trump should have done that during his presidency um what i think was dopey and absolutely mind-numbingly moronic but but let me backtrack i i but i think trump might have known more than what what we knew you know trump wanted to get our troops out um, if if he didn't, 
I think it's it's for a good reason because you got to remember he dropped the the mother of all bombs going on over there, yeah, right? Right. He took out Soleimani, which was the dude behind so many of the Iranian terrorist attacks and so many of the deaths of American soldiers. So Trump had a reason for staying over there because had we pulled out, I'm not sure we would have gotten Soleimani. Okay, he talked about it, and then I think he was privy to information that came down that we don't know about. Well, you look what just happened. We wouldn't have gotten Soleimani had Trump, had we not, still not had troops over there. Things also st- started getting really hot in Syria again. So there was a reason why we maintained a presence over there. Long term, I never thought we should have gone there. Right. I, this is, you know, longtime Andrea K. Show listeners know that I, I actually worked on a documentary. I spent a lot of time exploring before I reached a conclusion. I explored the concept of I worked on a documentary called Baking Apple Pies. The name of it got changed. It was uh, I never believed we were there for WMDs. I believe George W. Bush used that as an excuse to take us first into, Af- uh, you know, into Iraq. Um, as well as in Afghanistan, uh, they used WMD to get us into Iraq. They used 9-11 to get us into Afghanistan. But he he even joked at one point when he was asked about, OK, you're in Afghanistan. What about Osama bin Laden? Oh, I don't spend much time thinking about him, which meant he was never over in Afghanistan to get rid of Osama bin Laden. It was about baking apple pies. It was about the concept that they hate us because we just hadn't been nice enough to them. And if we'll just go over there and we'll have we'll risk life and limb of America's heroes while they hand out candy. They'll change their minds. It'll change their minds. And we'll run up trillions of dollars in debt, and let our roads and our schools go to crap over here while we build roads and schools and all this kind of stuff over there. We're going to bake some apple pies and they're going to fall in love with us. And when I realized that that's what was going on over there, that's when I was like, no. No, if, if you there, Osama bin Laden, the bin Laden family gave how much money to Harvard? I mean, the, 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 the dudes flying the airplanes into the Twin Towers, some of them lived here in San Diego. These were not people that never got a chance to taste an apple pie, i.e. democracy, capitalism, and what America was all about. Not only did they taste it, they spit it out because they, they commit these acts of terrorism against us because they hate us. It ain't because they hadn't had a taste of freedom and democracy. It's because they hate us. It's not winnable. What they need, to, what we need to be doing with cultures like that, and, and is is we don't need to be de- trying to change their minds on that because it, you, if you understand the enemy, you know that their minds cannot be changed. Just like you and I have our this strong faith in God and Christ, that is exactly where their mindset is with, with, with what they believe. It's no different. I'm not about, I'm about, um, you know, uh, and, and I supported it in many ways because I, you know, I interviewed Major General Bob Scales and we talked about isolationism and he said, look, if we don't fight it somewhere else, it's going to end up here. Well, you know what? Islamism, Islamism and Islamic terror is here. Taking taking our troops across uh, over there didn't stop. We actually we we sent our American troops over there, and then we brought all these refugees in here in, in from Islamic terrorist camps. And we've seen the terrorist attacks that have happened as a result. I have said before, you know, I, I actually said at certain times, depending some you know what, if we really wanted to put an end to this, we we, we would have done a Jimmy Doolittle style raid, and we would have dropped something even bigger than the mother of all bombs. Because you know what, that put an end to WW two, didn't it? And if we and if we're not going to be in it to win it, then we need to stay out of it. Right. Instead, we had the uh, George W. Bush went in there for um, naive, moronic reasons. Obama kept us there. I still don't understand why he did, because he was using drones to kill people. There was no reason for us to have troops there and have Mad Dog Mattis come up with rules of engagement, just leaving our people to, to be lambs to slaughter. And as you said, I think Trump had good intentions on bringing our troops out, but I think there's more than you and I know. 
Well, I mean, I, I think we can look and say, okay, maybe he didn't bring him home, but at least he took out Soleimani. At least he ended there ISIS. There were accomplishments. He, there were accomplishments. There were not really accomplishments we could really hang our hat on no. uh, before that. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about um, this, what's going on in Minneapolis with Larry Clayman from Freedom Watch. And then after that, we got to talk about some craziness going around, uh, uh, on around the country. And... Um, also some updated vaccine news so stay tuned be sure to follow andrea k on twitter at andrea k show and follow her on facebook and like her fan page at andrea k spelled k-a-y-e you're listening to somebody who tells it like it is andrea k on the answer san diego welcome back to tonight's andrea k show Glad to have you guys with me tonight. Uh, I want to wrap up for the break. We were talking about uh, Biden's announcement to pull troops. So while I think, you know, it, it makes sense to withdraw troops from uh, Afghanistan, you don't announce it to the enemy in advance. Bad move. How dopey is that? That's like Geraldo Rivera on, live on Fox News. Remember back in the Iraq War? Let me let me draw a, our location in the sand, right? There are <laughs> reasons why you say, don't say certain things. What a dope that dude was. You know, we should have left him there. They should have gotten the troops out of there and left Geraldo there, knowing that the, the bad dudes were coming, then maybe we wouldn't have to suffer Geraldo to this day. All right, joining me now to uh, take the conversation from uh, D.C. up into Minnesota is our man, Larry Clayman, fan favorite of the show. Uh, he's an OG of Judicial Watch and now head of Freedom Watch and phenomenal attorney. And he's back on the show tonight. Hi, Larry. Welcome back. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you for those nice words. I feel the same about you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So I'm hoping you may not you may not be happy with me after I pose this question to you, Larry. I'm hoping okay. you can you can explain to me why this officer who admitted that we'll get to the Chauvin trial in a minute. But, you know, this Kim Porter gal was charged with second-degree manslaughter today. That may be an appropriate charge for accidentally shooting someone. Um, but meanwhile, the unnamed cop, we still don't know the name of the black cop who killed an unarmed gal, Ashley Babbitt, in the Capitol. He's not going to face any charges at all. And I'm hoping you, being the legal genius that you are, can explain this to me. Well, actually, I wish that the law was involved. What's involved right now are the politics and the race war, which has been ignited uh, back with Obama, continuing to the present. And this is very sad because black conservatives, as you know, Andrea, are the most courageous people. Most of them are my friends, whether it's Alan Keyes or Armstrong Williams Mm -hmm. or others. You know who they are. Mm -hmm. But these black radicals and whites behind them, manipulating them, the left, are trying to stoke more than a race war. They're trying to stoke what is a counter-revolution? And that's why we have to push back. And, you know, white people in this country, frankly, are, are cowards. They just run from these things and they put their heads down in the sand, whether it's sports leagues like, you know, Major League Baseball or whether it's big labor unions or corporations like Coca-Cola and Delta. And as a result, you know, if you're black in this country or if you're Muslim, I'll say it straight up. You can almost do whatever you want without consequence. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, our justice system has gone from being uh, being designed. And again, you can correct me if I'm wrong or help help us to have a better understanding of this. But my my understanding was, is that our justice system is the best in the world, imperfect, Mm -hmm. but designed 
uh, to protect the rights of its citizens against an overreaching government. That's why uh, due process is supposed to be so important, innocent until proven guilty. The burden of proof is on the government. They, if there is reasonable doubt, you need to acquit. And it's gone from that to where we now have a justice system that's about covering up the crimes uh, of criminals like Jacob Blake, who uh, or George Floyd or Freddie Gray or Michael Brown or Dante Wright covering up their crimes, making heroes out of them, by the way, and um, and, me, and then covering up the crimes of them and others of basically of, of a certain identity group and then targeting other citizens to criminalize them for their thought. And that's because there's the right right? because the FBI is out looking for people that were peacefully attending a rally on January 6th. And they're looking the other way with what's going on in Minneapolis and what's been going on for a year with Black Lives Matter. Yeah, no, instead they're being used as Biden and Harris's Gestapo to round anybody up that was there in support of President Trump to keep us down, to keep us quiet, to scare people from rising up. But let me give you another example. I represent eight cops in Philadelphia who were terminated because of Facebook postings that they haven't even been told what they are. They were terminated without due process. Obviously, it was claimed by the DA who was elected with the money of George Soros, the mayor who's an ultra-leftist, Jim Kenney, and the police chief at the time, Richard Ross. Now, if you can believe it, the new one is called Daniel Outlaw, quite appropriate. (laughs) He's African-American. They brought her in from, from Portland, you know, basically just for show. But here's the thing, is that they get terminated, they don't even know why, and they didn't do anything that was racist. But yet a black police officer tweeted that white people should wear uh, Ku Klux Klan's, Ku Klux Klan hoods because all white people are racist. This is a black police officer. Nothing happens to her. I mean, that's an example of what we're dealing with today. And, and that's why I wrote my book, It Takes a Revolution, because it's coming from all sides. We are in right now the onset of the Fourth Reich, where you have every aspect of society throwing its lot with what they consider uh, is the winner. Biden and Harris, the ultra-left, scratch their backs, make more money for them. And it's like what we saw in Germany with Mercedes and with BMW, mm. with IBM. the bank that financed the concentration camps, IBM. Uh, you know, they're going with the winner. They went with Hitler. He was the winner. So, hey, they're in control. So we're going to play the game. And it's universities. It's it's every aspect of society. And you can see it. And white people now have no rights. We have no rights. It's no, gone. none whatsoever. And and our military is now being weaponized against us. They're being taught critical race theory. They're being taught uh, to route out the, quote, extremist. And, of course, the extremists are being defined as white people that are, you know, um, Trump supporters, MAGA, um, what, you know, as, as we understand those terms to mean, it's basically traditional Americans and anybody that, that wants the preservation of what America was about. And because this is, this is a cultural, this is a Marxist revolution taking place. And so many white people don't even know that this exists. The ones that know are cowards or they, or they, they're hoping they're going to take the path of least resistance and that maybe we're going to win in 2022, Larry Clayman, and we'll just turn all this around in 2022. And, you know, with the Republican Party, Party that's never that has that hasn't we're here because we the Republican Party has allowed this to happen. They never push back. And so and so well, we've right. got so many white people expecting that the Republican Party is going to stop it if they take back power in 2022. It's ridiculous. 
Well, it's time for whites to stop being ashamed of who they are. Okay. And, and everybody's equal in this country and it's now flipped the other way. And, and we can see it every single day. And, yeah, know, it's, it's not about equality. It's about it's about the suppression of white people now. And Thomas Sowell, who is one of our greatest uh, conservative black thinkers, had a I'm going to have to paraphrase him here. He said, um, you know, um, w- what happens when you give preferential treatment to one group over time is that equality feels oppressive to them. And, and I'm quoting and and this is what's mm-hmm. happened when we have there has been special accommodations to minorities in this country now for decades, whether it was affirmative action or, you know, um, that's just one example. You know, I was told I couldn't get a you know, I was, you know, studying poli sci at LSU and I wanted a job in the government in the summer and I was told those all went to black kids. You know, so I, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's no, an example I, of preferential I, treatment. I went and got a job selling timeshare. You know, I didn't whine and yammer about it. So, you know, there has been special accommodations for a really long time. I worked in corporate America and the joke was, what's it, what's an endangered species, a white Anglo-Saxon, you know, male in corporate America. So the goal for a long time, I'm just going to say it flat out. The goal for a long time has not been about equality. Okay. It's about, it's about taking over and assuming the power position and because ultimately the end game is Marxism, yes. Yes, it is, and, and you know, here's what's happening, and and you know, I'm not going to leave because that's why I'm, I'm plugging the book a little bit. It takes a revolution. I'm going to. I want you to, to talk end, about it. We're we're going to turn it around, but you're going to start to see massive white flight out of this country, like you saw in South Africa. Now, apartheid was wrong. You know, actually, as a young lawyer, I I was with a law firm that represented South African steel, and when I started my own. Uh, law firm, I refused to represent them. You know, as a matter of principle, it could have made a lot of money. But on the other hand, when the African National Congress took over, which was communist, they destroyed the country. They started expropriating property at pennies on the dollar. Crime skyrocketed. South Africa's a mess. And the whites left. They went to Florida or they went to Australia or they went to Israel if they were Jewish. Uh, And that's what's going to happen. Even Lachlan Murdoch, the head of Fox News, got the heck out of here. And uh, so, you know, this is this is a, a situation where white people, frankly, are endangered. Well, and the, but you the problem on the streets, you could get shot in the back. Right. And and the problem with well, you know, you look at right now, there's an article that uh, thank you, Skins, for printing this out. Gateway Pundit reported that a Boston hospital set up preferential treatment based on race with whites last. It's one thing if you want to if you want to force diversity on, you know, board, uh, you know, uh, board meetings, you know, you know, boards of directors. But but it's another thing to to decide medical treatment based upon skin color. It's supposed to be based upon triage. Who needs who needs care the the quickest and the most? Where, you know, the pecking order is supposed to be about need. It's not supposed to be based on skin color. We're going to deny medical treatment to white people now? Here's the latest. This is is incredible. The Department of Health and Human Services has set up an office of health and racism. This is under Biden, just in the last week. Because black people, according to statistics, die sooner than white people. Okay, so white people are responsible for the fact that black people die sooner. Now, why do they die sooner? For the same reason when I was a kid that my father's friends were having heart attacks in their 40s. They were Jewish. They ate very fatty foods, okay, or or Southerners, you know. Hey, now. All right, I'm guilty of that. (laughs) We're responsible for the fact that blacks eat food that is not healthy. You know, that's our fault. So this is what we're dealing with today. Everything's racism. Everything is white uh, privilege. 
you know, and, and it's, it's, it's to the point where this country is going to explode. White people have been cowards so far. They just run for the exits. They put their heads down, take whatever you want. But when they start coming for your house and they start coming for your car, you know, and start busting through the door because they say they own what you worked hard for, you know, the situation is going to change and we'll be in a bloody revolution, which I don't want to see. I don't want to see it either. I don't want to see. And the solution is not to try to take guns away from 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 the law abiding citizens, because we know that that didn't work. Look at Chicago and look at Mexico. Um, uh, And the sad part is, Andrea, is that most black people don't go along with this. It's the radicals. And behind the radicals, and you know, I'm Jewish myself, you know, I'm a Jewish Christian, but it, it's the Marxian Jewish mm-hmm. left with the blacks, with the Muslims like Rashida Tlaib, yep. with, you know, other groups. They're all banding together. They want to take the country over. And now that they have it, they're going to start fighting with each other because they can't get along with each other. They have little in common. So we got to deal not only with these radicals coming after us, but they're going to be coming after each other for who controls this country. Absolutely. Um you still have your event planned in May? I do, and I want you to be there. I'm, I'm and, happy to. Uh, we we rented out the uh, visitor center right across from Independence mm-hmm. Hall. Beautiful location. And we're going to form a new government, and we're going to make some changes to the Constitution and reenact it. All right. Tell everybody so, about your book, and because and, everybody uh, needs to read it. the revolution. Forget the scandal industry. Please read it, because I have peaceful and legal means to fight this revolution, this counter-revolution, mm-hmm. tomorrow. Uh, at freedomwatchusa.org at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern. We're continuing with our grand jury to indict Joe Biden, his son Hunter, and his brother James for massive bribery from China, Ukraine, and Russia. We, the American people, need to take our legal system back. We have the right to enforce the laws, and we're going to have to do it because our government won't do it. Our government is corrupt to the core. And that includes a Republican Party. Party. And that includes a Republican Party. The Republican Party is corrupt to the core. I mean, they're not as evil as the Democrats, but you know, the flip side of the same coin. Absolutely. Larry Clayman, thank you. Appreciate you. You too, Andrew. Take care. All right. Now stay tuned because we're going to get into some more topics here in the Andrea K show. We got to go. We got to talk human composite using human remains for compost. And we got all kinds of crazy uh, to talk about. So don't go away. And if you want to call in the show, 888-344-1170. Anything on your mind? You watch in Minnesota? What do you think? How do you think that this is going to play out for America? Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. A new Oxford study showed that steroid inhalation, like for asthma treatment, like my inhaler that I use, reduces the risk to be hospitalized from COVID by about 90% of taken three days after symptoms start. So if we are properly in- instructed to take hydroxychloroquine, zinc, ivermectin, vitamin C, D, and inhale steroids as needed, there would be no pandemic. All masks do is concentrate and multiply the virus and bacteria under a moist mask and force us to inhale it all deeper into our lungs and and sinuses. All social distancing does is depress and kill. Um, You know, couldn't have said it better. Um, You've got to be asking yourself why proven therapeutics like hydroxychloroquine with zinc, z pack, vitamin D, 
uh, as well as ivermectin. You know, they they oh, you don't want to take that. They're, that there's risks in, in taking that. Uh, let me tell you something. The same people, the same people that uh, have have um, that are now pushing you and and safety shaming you to try to take a vaccine, right? Are the same people that spent a year. Uh, trying to shame you for um, having a problem with government, taking your businesses, your jobs, denying your kids med- uh, uh, education for a year, denying you to go into um, y- your church. Um, uh, you know, uh, these are the same people that are supportive of that to try to stop you from, uh, you know, having the right to take a risk on a virus with a 99.5% recovery rate where therapeutics and cures like ivermectin. And when they say that that stuff doesn't work, Andrea, it's because the studies that were conducted were given in the wrong doses. Well, of course, right? Uh, you know, we now, the World Health Organization has come out and now said ivermectin works. That, Oops. Uh, that 90% of people that were hospitalized would not have been hospitalized, but they still aren't going to recommend it as treatment. You have to ask yourself, why? What is this push? And now there's all this shaming that if you don't want to take a vaccine, like 40% of the Marines have now said, 40% of the Marines say they don't, they don't want to take this, they don't want to take this vaccine. And I'm not sure if they're talking about the J&J vaccine, which by the way, the CDC officials, um, uh, involved in vaccines had a meeting today and they did not take a vote on J&J, which by the way is continuing to be paused. The AstraZeneca vaccine, which is basically the same thing, Right. We don't have four different vaccines out there. We don't have AstraZeneca, J&J, Pfizer and Moderna. Pfizer and Moderna are the same thing. The mRNA and J&J and AstraZeneca are the same thing. And and now Denmark has stopped the AstraZeneca because we got we got problems with blood clots and people dying. J&J, we just found out more people have died from it. We know that that the in, the um, the amount of babies dying in the womb has increased by like something I read the other day, 700 percent. But they're trying to shame anybody who doesn't want to take this vaccine. You're being told shame on you. You're being told you're not allowed to take a, to leave your home and take a risk on a virus that has a ninety nine point nine percent, depending on your age category. You're not allowed to leave your home and risk that virus. But how dare you be be averse and not want to take a vaccine that it, it has side effects and could possibly kill you. That's with the blood clots. And we have no idea what could, what the long-term effects are from an mRNA. No, it's like I was telling you yesterday on the, on the show and telling the audience, you know, Fauci touts out that, well, don't worry about these side effects. It's one in a million. Really? Because that sounds like the same math about actually having COVID and recovering. You, you need to be asking yourself why our government's been lying to us. And they have. They lied to you that there was no therapeutics or treatments available. They lied to you about masks. They lied to you about distancing, that it's been one light after the other. And you got to ask yourself why there's such a push. There was a big announcement today. NBC is going to have a vaccination special. Ooh, it's, yeah. it's like a vaccine-a-thon. Yeah, yeah, Who's yeah. Who's going to be there, Andrea? Oh, my goodness. Oh, just all your favorites. Uh, we're going to have Michelle Obama. Y'all remember, y'all remember Michelle? She was the Eat one. Right. She's, yeah, she's the one that her, her eating right. She's the one that destroyed school lunches. And tried to force her idea of, of healthy on, on your kids while she was running around eating ice cream. Who else is going to be there? Oh, well, okay, Matthew McConaughey, because we know he's a well-known scientist. That's the dude that became uh, um, most famous at a time in which he was playing the drums naked when he was in Texas. Not exactly my idea of sanitary. All I know is I'm sick of his car commercials. Uh, thank you. Um, this is, the, I mean, what, what, what has Matthew McConaughey done TV or movie-wise since he did... Uh, 
uh, Lincoln Lawyer. Uh, lately, I can't think of anything. Nothing. He was he was doing these. He's been doing these Lincoln uh, SUV commercials and that I, got yeah, mocked. I'm tired of them. <laughs> they got mocked. He talks. Jim just like this. Well, you know what? If it, I would rather have Jim Carrey, who at least who at least did good mocking of Matthew McConaughey, and of course Fauci. Now, what they're saying is, is that it's going to be called the roll up your sleeve. It's to it's a bid to raise awareness and encourage Americans. No, it's about a push to get you to be injected with some. You, and when is NBC going to do the special talking about some facts here? Talking about how hydroxychloroquine with zinc and with the Z pack works. works. When when is NBC going to do a special about how ivermectin works? That that that's actually considered a cure. When are they going to do a special that talks about your immune system? And yeah, minority communities have been hit hardest because they've got a problem with the. the how about in the special that they talk about uh, the communities hit the hardest um, have a problem with obesity? What about when, all the natural health doctors you and I talk to that say the best thing you can do is boost your immune system? Yeah, how about they? How about they include some? These facts are never talked about. If they cared about saving lives, it's just like Black Lives Matter. If they if Black Lives Matter really believed the cops had a target on black uh, on black people's backs, they would be telling them and and, and they, if they cared about saving lives, they would be like, "Look, don't be doing crimes like beating up on women with, with an unlawful and, and uh with an, a weapon you're not allowed to own, uh Dante Wright. And if you're going to get pulled over for a crime that you've committed, don't resist arrest, right? Same thing here. If they really cared about lives, they would be t- NBC before talking about a vaccine. These these quote celebrities would be telling people to put the fork down, to go to the gym, to eat healthy, to to not be um to not be doing recreational drugs like the left likes to promote, but they don't doing that, are they? And Andrea, I I forgot. I'm a little uh you know I, I forget. What's the survival rate of uh, the coronavirus again? Yeah, well you know it's starting to be higher than this vaccine. We had we you know it's I I'm old enough to remember a few weeks ago when I did a report of death clusters around the country with seniors dying. But the thing is, whether we're talking blood clots, whether we're talking about this genetic you know alterations to your body, so many of 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 the issues with the vaccines, as Dr. Michael Yaden described, comes with what's unknown that you won't know when you get a blood clot and have a stroke and die a year from now that it can't, you won't know whether or not that was natural or whether or not it came from the vaccine. There's a reason why getting this vaccine, because it's not approved, you can't sue if something happens to you. There's a reason for that. Yeah. Why would they take that away? Right now the left is pushing to take away qualified immunity from, from the police, but you can't sue these vaccine manufacturers. And you know what? Fine. You don't want to sue as, you know, as long as somebody doesn't, isn't forced to take it. I don't have a problem with that. It's like the blood clot thing. People are saying, well, you know, women take a chance on blood clots with the pill. That's right. Nobody, and nobody forces any woman to take the pill that I'm aware of. What their body, their choice. What about with the vaccine should be my body, my choice. But here's the thing. If you watch this special DJ potato skins, there's going to be like comedy routines, right? Cause I mean, that, it, won't that maybe change your mind? You know, they're going to tell a joke, maybe two unvaccinated people and a duck walk Nothing into changes a bar. My medical opinion that a good joke, right? <laughs> Told by Fauci. Is he going to tell uh, a joke? Well, that is a, that is a joke. Yeah. Yeah, he is a joke. I'm still working on the ear masks. Yeah, I, you know, I'm still working. I, I don't think it's funny that there's 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 people that actually still listen to Fauci at this point. Fauci is a small man, so he's going to wear one of those uh, tiny helmets they serve yeah. ice cream in. Um, 
So Disney, you love Disney. Oh boy, happiest I, place. Yeah, happiest place on earth, right? I think I used to love Disney. Um, in addition to the fact that they they're not going to have SoCal resident deals anymore, you know, or at, or annual passes to make it possible for them to you know draw in you know SoCal residents, they're going to going to get rid of that. So it's going to cost. They're going to go to some kind of reduced capacity. You know, you practically going to have to win the lottery to get in. Um, they're going to charge, I don't know what it's going to be now for, you know, a park hopper pass. I think it's at least double to get a single day ticket. Yeah, it's probably going to be $925. But here's the good news, Skins. Coming up soon, yeah. they're going to be allowing their employees to express themselves. Be a little with, bit more inclusive. Be their own character. So I don't know. It's the, are these uh, who are these employees going to be able to come as their favorite transgender superhero? Is it going to be like it, you know the, who, the person who gets the superhero gets to change their gender every time they go into the bathroom? They come out a new gender. Um, is it going to be like are they going to come as drag queens? Everything I'm reading basically says they were just very strict, which I have heard. I've known people that have worked for Disney very strict on their. Right. Dress policy when you're coming to work. Well, apparently that's all out the window now. And to be more inclusive and, you know, with uh, how somebody, somebody feels, they're going to be allowed to, you know, their hairstyles are going to be able to allow to however they want to uh, express themselves. Same thing with right. their, their culture. Yeah. Dis- it, the way Disney anything explain, goes. The way Disney explains it says it, that it's going to um, help them to remain relevant in today's workforce. What what about Disney is supposed to be relevant to anything real? I mean, you go to Disney to escape. You go you go to Disney to escape and have fantasy. I you know uh, who's who's focused on reality when they're wearing mouse ears. You know if you're you you know unless you're three that everything there is a character. And you know I had friends that worked at Disney World actually, and the whole thing about the employees was supposed to be about them being invisible and blending in. You're not supposed exactly. to see. You're not supposed to see an employer an employee come on walk out you're not supposed to see their entrances and exits you're not supposed to see their doors they're supposed to blend in to whether it's frontier land where they work or whether it's fantasy land or Tomorrowland. so what are we going to have drag queen story hour in toontown now with three-year-olds is that what they're going to be doing quite frankly disney if, if, i think you need to be dixie chicked because if you're i, I go there to escape i don't want to go there and have your workers force their wokeism on me i'm not interested in how the person who takes my money for a churro lives their life and what their culture is they're supposed to be they're representing the culture of disney okay it's supposed to be about mickey and minnie right it's not supposed to be about some dopey idiot behind that behind the counter with you're charging enough as it is for a big turkey leg and a churro okay i don't need it served with the side of wokeism i'll tell you what andrea and this is not just a conservative issue i know plenty of liberals that uh, hold Disney very close to their heart and they're outraged by things just like this. That's because Disney has decided to join in with Coca-Cola and I, and all the rest of them into into this corporate crap. You've just destroyed You've just destroyed the entire concept of Disneyland. This is why Disney worked was because the employees hid who they were. They blended in. They're not in. supposed to stand out. They're not supposed to stand out. Now you've made it be about your employees. Okay, so, you know, um, goodbye. You've now been Dixie Chicked as far as I'm concerned. And there's and, plenty of other theme parks out there, so don't think we can't go somewhere else. Well, you know what? I don't know that there really is another... Uh, ever will be no, it, another. It, 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 Disney you know, has always been just just a league above. It, it's a very special experience, and I and I, and I do love it. But I could this show is, you generate right. I mean, I could show you. De- uh, 
Disney has been a bigger part of my family's life than I've got time to share with you all. And I don't talk about it much, but let me tell you, it, 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 it this was my, my passion and my family's passion for many, many years. I can show you generational pictures of me and my brother and sister in front of the ears and the flowers and then generations. And same here, you know, it's, it, this is just, it's now being destroyed. I- there is nothing that the left won't destroy. And case in point, Flower gardens. Now we got another state that's decided to hop on the human composting bandwagon. Oh, boy. Why? Why? There's no explanation for why now they want human remains to 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 be used as potting soil. And they don't even have an explanation that even has. They can't even twist it At to be about climate change. To us. No, their their explanation for um, I uh, you know I I it was Washington. I think it, I don't even remember the state now. I don't have my notes in front of me. That's decided to do this. Washington was the first state to do it. Now we've got another state to do it. And 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 I'll, over the break, I'll I'll research and come back to you to tell you which state this is. They're saying our state's always focused on natural beauty and opportunities. So what's the opportunity here? Because natural beauty, show me the pick of a flower that's bloomed better and grown better in human in in a, in a ground up human as opposed to some potting soil somebody bought it at Home Depot with some cow manure it's around. Disgusting. No, it's what. So it's an opportunity that they're maximizing here. But for what to devalue human life even more than they already have? Come on. You know, and back to Disney real quick. It's not that we hate Disney. I like the memories that that they've built for you and for me. And, and, you know, they've done they've done wonders. But the but the corporate woke, they need to get a grip. Well, they've 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 lost it. They've they've lost it. Um, So Colorado seeks to allow human composting. And That's let me tell you something. You say now? No, it's two states. It's Washington and Colorado. So so this is about devaluing human life. And let me tell you, they're going to do this. I think that they need there needs to be a disclosure. I want to know if I if I end up living in a state that's made put this into law, I want it disclosed to me before I rent a home, if I rent or if I buy a home. I want to know. I certainly would want to know if I was like in living in San Francisco, you know, down the road. I would want to know before I bought a home if it had Nancy Pelosi. And by the way, I it, you know, tongue in cheek here. Uh, I, you certainly don't want a liberal in your grounds because they don't grow anything. Anything a liberal does, anything liberals do, they destroy. Final segment coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. A couple of feel-good stories for you guys. Let's give a little credit where credit's due to a couple peeps. Okay. Okay, my man Steve Scalise, LSU grad, by the way, congressman out of bad, uh, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. He did something funny today. He put... <laughs> he put the a picture of Kamala Harris on a milk carton because Ms. Border manager... Nowhere to be seen. She ain't nowhere to be seen. She's missing. She's missing. I thought that was a really good move. Um, you know, so occasionally Republican will, will get it right. Uh, we need to get Andy Biggs back on the show. He's my he, he's one of my love favorite him. Republicans. I love this guy, Governor Ricketts in Nebraska. Oh, I found this fascinating. Thank you for uh, this article. He declared Nebraska a Second Amendment sanctuary state. Now you go, Governor Ricketts. He signed a proclamation on Wednesday declaring the state a Second Amendment sanctuary state. 
Uh, he signed it as a symbol of the state's support for gun rights. He needs to make it official. Yes, he does. Is what he needs to do. And I love that. We're going to make it official that tonight is a wrap. Thank you to Larry Clayman. Thanks for our listeners. Thank you, Skins. We'll see you all tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific Peace time. Peace out.